Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I am your host, Blazik, aka Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally slow down. Life's a merry go round. Things ain't merry when you're going through the motions, fulfillment, lies, and emotions. So why go through life unavailable? You're unfailable. This how did I been on Yo, this yo, what up, everybody? Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober Podcast. It's Blazik. I'm here. I'm here. It is Monday. And we're going to talk some sobriety. Today, Julia is out, and we didn't have a guest. <laughs> if you listened last week, uh, we promised a guest, but the guest is not here and that's on me i'll take the blame on that and um yeah just gonna do a solo episode today might be a shorter one might be a long one who really knows i'm just gonna freestyle this but kind of wanted to talk about something that i was thinking about yesterday and what that is is the um just like what you learn when you get sober like what do you learn when you get sober and probably on the flip side we could do what do you unlearn but yeah just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about what you learn when you get sober because it's a pretty strange time in life when you get sober for the first time in years or months or decades possibly you're going through a very strange time so What kind of happens if you haven't been through this process? Maybe you're listening because you want to get sober or maybe you just forgot or maybe I'm just speaking from my own experience. Maybe this is not relevant to how it was for you at all. Um, But what happens is shit just gets a little weird. I mean, that's one way to say it. Shit gets a little weird. Things are just very raw. Um, Things are very emotional. Things make you frustrated that didn't used to make you frustrated things make you cry that didn't used to make you cry things make you irritated that didn't make you irritated and you start looking at things differently too like the way that i was kind of viewing it last night is what do you what do you learn in sobriety you you kind of learn the truth the unfiltered the raw truth and that's something that you know, when I was drinking, I never I never thought that I didn't know the truth. Like, that was never a thought that I had. But I kind of created this life where I could morph the truth. I'm putting quotes. I could morph the truth into whatever I wanted it to be. Example, if I wanted to be a confident person and I wasn't confident, I could have a couple drinks and now I think that I'm confident. Therefore, I took the truth that I wanted and I like morphed that into what I could believe was the truth because I was drunk. It's not real. And that's that's kind of the thing throughout early sobriety, even probably late sobriety that you learn is like a lot of these stories that you tell yourself a lot of these truths that you think you have you just start discovering they're not true and that can be scary too because now you're you're learning things about yourself you're identifying things in your life maybe people in your life um 
that maybe aren't as good for you as you might have thought. And that can be scary if it's someone that you love or someone you really care about that you have to almost realize like, oh, maybe they're not good for me. They're not good for my health. They're not good for my my soul, like whatever it might be. You can realize people aren't good for you or things aren't good for you. And, you know, you're you're coming to it with a new raw perspective. So it can almost feel like you're betraying yourself because we obviously like we all want to trust ourselves. So that's another thing when you're getting sober and you're starting to starting to look at things differently and you're starting to to question your judgment. You're like really questioning yourself like I, I can't believe I ever thought that. I can't believe I ever did that. I can't believe, like, who is that person? A lot of people look back at videos, photos, stories of themselves when they're drinking, and they're like, who is that person? Why did I do that? What made me think that that was going to be a good idea? And that's like, that's just a weird thing to, to think about because you're looking back on yourself. You're not looking at someone else. And, and them doing stupid shit or being around people that are harmful, you're looking at yourself and you're having this weird thought of like, what was I thinking? What was I doing? Why did I do that? And it's, it's just a weird feeling to not trust yourself. So that's like a, a weird truth that comes to life when you get sober. And that's, and that happens really strongly in that for me, Personally, the first 30 days were more just survival mode in the sense of don't drink, don't drink, don't drink. I'm fighting that thought all day, all day, every day. That was really all I had time to do was not drink or think about not drinking or game plan not drinking. Now, once I got past that 30 days, that's when I, I would say for me, it was like 30 days to three months is where I started questioning everything that's when i started being like okay why am i feeling this way why am i so uncomfortable that's really the feeling that i felt the most during early sobriety was just being uncomfortable like why do i feel so uncomfortable what's going on in my body why am i going on these five like you know five mile walks just because I'm uncomfortable. Like it was a weird feeling. But what was happening is I was I was feeling things that I had never felt before. This is another thing that you, you know, when I say you learn the truth, you learn that you can't change your feelings. At least not not chemically. So you know, I, I realized for me a, a, a big trigger was loneliness. And it wasn't something where it's like I can't go be with people because I can definitely go be with people, but almost like a romantic loneliness. Like, you know, I, I want a life partner and I want them to be like this and I can't find it. So I'm lonely and that kind of makes me triggered to drink. So I never thought like when I drank, I never associated those two things. I never thought like, oh, I'm feeling lonely. I'm going to drink. It was just a feeling that I had. I it took me probably two or three months plus therapy to figure out that I drank because I'm lonely. It's, it's not like it's this front of mind conscious thought that we're having or that I'm having. It was more of a, 
you know, just a, a an uncomfortableness comes up. And I think there's like a list of things that they say it can be. Like you're either angry, you're lonely, you're... Well, that's only two things, but you know, there's a list of <laughs> you can you can Google the list if you're curious, because um, obviously I didn't remember it very well. But yeah, you you there's just so much emotion and feeling and and all of this that you have to learn and and you don't know what it like. It's hard to know what it is. Sometimes feelings are really hard to identify, and that's something that I've learned a lot over I'd say the past ten years is that uncomfortable is a feeling and then to dig deeper than that and you can almost keep digging to get to like that root emotion that you're feeling so it's like okay i'm uncomfortable why am i uncomfortable um i'm uncomfortable because you know i'm lonely okay well why am i lonely i'm lonely because i have unrealistic expectations whatever that might be but it's like it it shows itself in the form of uncomfortable so if you don't dig into that and put a lot of work and probably have like guided therapy to help you get to that answer then you just think you're uncomfortable which can translate into craving oh i'm uncomfortable now i have a craving you don't really dig deeper than that it's just uncomfortable craving so that's why that first you know six months is so fucking weird because you're just having feelings that you're used to shaking off but you can't shake them off now with the chemical so you're sitting with it and it's like what the fuck is happening it's it's such a strange experience it's such a strange experience um but a cool one like one that that's what we're here for that's why we're on the sobriety journey is to to feel what we feel to not hide from what we're feeling to to live the life that's real like that's that's another thing that it comes down to is this is real life this shit is real i can't fake this i can't get out of it it's just this is the life that i'm living and it's fucking real (laughs) and i know that and you know when i go to bed every night i know that i'm gonna wake up the same person that i was when i went to bed and that's a cool feeling knowing that i'm gonna be the same person i'm gonna like yeah i may be a little boring at times that that definitely could be the case but i'm gonna be consistent as a motherfucker i'm gonna be consistent as a motherfucker because i'm i'm the same dude i'm the same dude i'm not changing i'm not night to night i'm not i'm not lethargic in the mornings i'm not any of that when I'm sober, I know who I am and I can trust myself and I know that I'm that dude. And that's cool for me, but it's also cool for the people around me. It's cool for the people that I I date. It's cool for the people that I'm friends with. Like they just know who they're getting. And and I think there's something to be said about that. All right, I feel like I'm rambling and I say that every solo episode and it's like what what am I not going to ramble? I'm the only person on the fucking podcast. Like, of course I'm going to ramble. <laughs> Should I just leave some dead hole? I'm just going to leave some dead space. Yeah, that's awkward. So I guess rambling is the only way to go about it. Um, I, I'll let you all have your Tuesday or, you know, whenever you listen to this. Hope you have an amazing day. 
Um, we will catch you next week, and we'll be full force. I peace. <laughs>